What's going on, Wolves? It's Lotus Alopa here with another episode of Conscious Conversations with Lo. And I am beyond excited because I have my girl, Fatima Farmer, here. I'm like, okay. Every episode, you guys hear me like literally getting super excited because these women truly ignite my soul. Like, I am just beyond happy to have Fatima on the podcast episode today. Let me just go over who Fatima is, what she does, and why she is truly an incredible human being. Fatima Farmer is a certified meditation and mindfulness teacher, clarity coach, nonprofit founder, and a podcast host. So you guys have a new podcast to tune into if you haven't already. The self-care community and podcast she created is designed to empower through faith-infused resources, mental health support, coaching, and wellness events. And she does just that. Since meeting Fatima, I don't even know how many years ago it's been. Since meeting her, my life has changed. I've had a even more profound understanding of spirituality and how that can help bring two women together and create a sisterhood. So without further ado, Fatima, hey boo, what's up? Hey, thank you so much for that beautiful introduction and for having me on your show. Uh, of course. Uh, anything for you? She has a Scorpio rising, right? Moon, Scorpio moon. Scorpio moon. Okay, so like mm-hmm. we have our Scorpio energy. We get a little like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be sitting to the memes like, mm, I don't really know about that. Um, <laughs> so that's my Scorpio friend. Um, I'm so excited because we're going to be talking about spirituality and sisterhood. And I feel mm-hmm. like that is just something you and I I think all of our conversations are about spirituality and sisterhood, like to mm-hmm. some capacity. So I'm really excited to like get your insights and share that with the wolves uh, on this episode today. But before we do that, let's talk about how we met because okay. it's so divine. I actually really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so we met at this green, like this black mm-hmm. green beauty, right? What was it mm-hmm. called? I can't remember the name right? of the event. It was like something with black and green, but it was like green because it was like clean beauty, but black Mm -hmm. because it was black people. So yeah, (laughs) I remember the day perfectly, but I can't, I can't remember remember the the name of the event. Yeah. Poor things. Poor things. I remember (laughs) Tracy Piper being there and us being Mm -hmm. obsessed because she was doing face mapping. And I think that that's how we ended up like really talking more like. Mm-hmm. What did she say about your face? <laughs> like, tell me what she said. I remember I was actually, I was waiting at the table to get my face mapping done. And your friend, I think her name was Bunny. She was standing yes, next to me. Yes. And she was, we started talking. She was like, oh my gosh, you need to meet my friend Lotus. You're going to love mm-hmm. her. You're going to love her. Like she just kept going on and on about how much I was going to love you. And then I turned yes. around and I saw you, orange bright hair. And I was like, I love mm-hmm. her. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, she's so cool. Let's be friends. <laughs> and then since then it's just like I think both of our businesses have grown like kind of in in harmony because Mm -hmm. we've both gone over topics like faith over fear um we've talked over Mm -hmm. we've gone to each other's events and just really collaborated in a way of like I want to say we pull from the same conscious collective yeah you know like when I look at my material look at your material I'm always just kind of like oh I love how aligned we are because then what I get to do is utilize what you've created as extra resources for my wolves Mm -hmm. you know of like okay cool 
we I just talked about this, but like so to Fatima from this perspective, here, take both of them. Exactly. Them out. Follow everybody. Yeah. I actually <laughs> I love like that beautiful. we're so aligned in that way. And from mm-hmm. from the beginning of our friendship, it never felt like a competition or mm-hmm. like one this is my way and that's her way. It was like always kind of like like you said, just I want to share your resources with my community. I wanted 100%. to have you in my community as much as possible because right. your perspective was aligned with like the topic was aligned, but our views were always so different and how we would get to a certain result will always be so different. And I just thought mm. it was so interesting how it was always aligned in that way. So I think that that's super important too, because it kind of can bring comfort to women who are like have their own businesses and maybe their friends also are in like a because we're both we literally are both certified meditation Mm -hmm. teachers like we have very similar titles but how Mm -hmm. we approach what we do is I don't want to say it's vastly different but you can get something different from Fatima than you would for me and you put them together and you get Mm -hmm. this really beautiful full experience and I feel like that's really the key you don't have to pick and choose your yeah. practitioners you can use us in alignment and like in mm-hmm. harmony to get a fuller experience so like people get freaked out about that especially as business owners of like okay this looks really similar to like what I do and like how am I going to stand out or mm-hmm. you know xyz and it's focus on you and your message and if your message happens to be very similar or damn near the same as your friend have an open conversation about it and see how you guys can work together to like um, support each other and expand the reach of that message because the way that I take it is like if I'm getting a divine download from God like I'll give a good example so I think mine was called faith over fear mm-hmm. and then yours is like fear, fear over faith yeah no literally from, from fear to faith or fear to yes. faith something like that <laughs> it was like fear to faith and then mine was like faith over fear and we literally talked about it and you were like okay well what are you doing yours and I told you when I was doing mine and I think we ended up doing them back to back so that people had extra resources so I think people were prepped by mine and then they were able to kind of like round out that information with your week of content mm-hmm. and that just shows like when God gives you a divine download and someone else in your collective also receives that divine download, work together to get the outreach, to get the maximum outreach as possible. Don't be like, oh my God, Fatima literally just did like literally the same thing. And (laughs) because what you're doing is stifling that, that message that God Mm -hmm. sent you. Like God literally was like, all right, cool. You're gonna need some help on this. Yeah. It's your experience is going to give you so much. This is so aligned with the conversation I just had when I was out on a walk with a friend and I was talking about how, um, like in moving here, one of the things that I was, for people who don't know, I recently relocated. So before moving, I was, you know, visualizing the different type of experiences I wanted to have, the friendships I wanted to call in, et cetera. And one of the things mm-hmm. that kept coming to mind that I feel like God just kept putting on my heart was to host a meditation circle in a park. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. That you know, I know I'm fully able to meet people and make connections and start a group, but I just felt a little overwhelmed with so much transition and so many new and exciting things happening that I was like, I know God is telling me to do this, but it feels like I don't have the bandwidth to do it right now or the capacity mentally or physically to dive into that wholeheartedly right now. And I aligned with just beautiful souls over this weekend, like just by 
following my intuition, right? It started with something as simple as play, right? So we talk mm-hmm. about that a lot of like finding yes. what brings you joy. And for me, one of the things that bring me joy is skating. Like my inner child oh, I saw. Yes. loves to roller skate, okay? So <laughs> this weekend, <laughs> I took myself to start skating lessons and, <gasps> mm-hmm, and I had so much fun and I was just so full of energy and I just felt so energized and happy and playful. And instead of, you know, going into my apartment and maybe cooking or watching a movie, I was like, you know what? It's a nice day. I'm gonna walk around the neighborhood. So I just started walking around the neighborhood and I saw that there was a little flea market. And then my intuition led me over to a table with this beautiful woman who was selling oils and, and mm. incense. And I just had a conversation with her. And she, as we were doing the transaction, she mentioned that she hosts meditation circles and wow. that she had a sound bath and all this stuff. And um, I went and the energy just felt so pure and so aligned. And at the end of it, you know, I told her I really enjoyed the event. And um, I wanted to keep in touch. And she was sharing how, you know, this was something she had saw herself doing for such a long time. So for this to be the first one to fully come into the manifestation like this felt so nice. But she was like, she's realizing, you know, that she needs to invite more people in to help her. And I was just like, Mm. look at that. So I just, you know, I just told her, like, I would love to help. This is something I also want to do. So now that could potentially turn into not just, you know, a connection, but also um, a really beautiful partnership because our visions are so aligned but it literally was just like following first doing something that brought me joy and so that I felt like I was in flow and in alignment and then following those breadcrumbs because I could have you know heard her say that and you know if I wasn't in a good space been like oh well someone's already doing it so I'm not even gonna bother it's just like I saw that Mm -hmm. it's like this is God saying yes you know this is something that's needed this is something that is here already and this is something that you can contribute to so wow first off have you ever read the Celestine Prophecy I think so but it was quite a while ago yeah okay mm-hmm. first off that's just a, it's a bomb ass book first off like anyone listening that book is great you literally sound like um one of the insights of like following the hunches mm-hmm. following um your joy mm-hmm. abraham hicks speaks a lot about this too mm-hmm. and just like use joy as that launching pad and then what comes up from that joy continue to follow it yeah and it'll bring you to where it is the universe, God, source, whoever you call on to, wants you to be to receive a message. Mm -hmm. So like literally what you said in the beginning of your um, story was like, I was feeling overwhelmed, but I still took the hunch, Mm -hmm. right? And then now you got to the end of that story and it's like, now I have someone that I could potentially build with Mm -hmm. that will lessen my overwhelm. So I'm not doing it all on my own. I get to kind of like plug in and and nurture this experience with someone else who feels the exact same way as me, which is really beautiful mm-hmm. and really speaks again on like how spirituality leads to like sisterhood it, it just seems like they go hand in hand yeah and it was it it was not even just that one person I met there was other people that I met there that day too where it was just like so clear that by me mm-hmm. following I I say following the breadcrumbs but like by me following those breadcrumbs of you know trusting my intuition and being like I want to sign up for skating lessons like this week you know I don't want to wait anymore and for me to, mm-hmm. to go into and then when I got home to follow that intuition of instead of going inside saying I want to go out and explore the neighborhood like just those little nudges that may seem random are typically the moments that have led me to some beautiful connections like in so many ways where I'm just like 
wow, had I not done this, this little small action of just like, you know, putting my best foot forward and getting dressed and putting on my favorite outfit and going outside and being Mm -hmm. social, I would have never had this experience, you know, and never met these people as a result. I absolutely love all of that. I think that that's very important. Like I always say, follow the hunch, Mm -hmm. but like follow the breadcrumbs, Mm -hmm. follow those little nudges that tell you to do something. And it could be as simple as, hey, get up and move your body. And you hear the voice. The voice is super clear. It's not mumbling. You're not trying to make out what it's trying to say. It's literally saying it in such a calm and peaceful way Mm -hmm. of like, go do this. Try that out. We should turn here. Mm -hmm. And once you start doing that, that voice gets clearer and clearer. I don't say that it gets louder. I still think it maintains a level of like, you know, I'm speaking how I need to speak. You can Mm -hmm. either hear me or you can choose to hear me or choose not to hear me. But the more that you do it, the clearer that voice becomes. And then it's almost like instantly, you know, like, okay, let me just go and do this. Yep. Cause I feel it in my bones. Yep. Like that voice kind of synchronizes with your voice. Cause it's mm-hmm. not like my voice. Uh, does that make sense? It like, totally I- makes sense. It totally <laughs> oh makes sense. I always, I kind of, always kind of like wrestle with like the phrase, like, you know, God told me, or like I heard God say to me, like, I remember before mm-hmm. I was really uh, rooted in my faith. I really struggled with it. I was always like, well, how do, how mm. do you hear from God? What does that mean? And I I think now I have a much deeper understanding of it actually comes from a pastor named Miles Monroe. And he's just like awesome, whether you whether anyone listening considers themselves Christian or not, like he's just an amazing person to listen to. Um, His messages Mm -hmm. are their messages, you know, they're not preaching, they're not sermons, they're literally just messages. And they're so powerful. Mm. But he he broke down. what it means to hear from God in such a simple way. And it's just like, he describes it as an idea that you can't get away from. So it's like, it drops into your spirit very subtly and suddenly oftentimes, and you can't get away from it. And then something, uh, a little side note that I would add personally for me, I notice a lot of times, it's usually something that I wouldn't tell myself to do in that moment. (laughs) Mm-hmm. like it's usually something to, oh, yes. that challenges what I actually want to do or it kind of feels a little random like I can give an example actually in, in moving right and making the decision to move I remember I was at the beach with one of my friends in LA living living my best life right wanting mm-hmm. to be there for so mm-hmm. long and I'm there and I remember we sat down by the water it was nighttime I think it was a full moon too and I just remember everything you're saying is like, of course, you're right? Near, you're near water, <laughs> right? <It's full> food. <laughs> and I just was sitting there, and I had no desire to like. I wasn't asking for should I move? None of that. It just dropped into my mm-hmm. spirit. I'm going to miss this, and I was like, mm. <laughs> I literally was girlfriend. Like, what I wanted to cry I was like wait I'm gonna miss what what you mean I'm gonna miss it <laughs> what you, what what you, you saying <laughs> what are you saying I'm gonna miss what I'm here why would I miss it I'm already here <laughs> yo the way that spirit be talking to people it be like yo was that necessary <laughs> like, yo, you gonna miss this honey <laughs> yeah so oh I love that though it was clear though in that moment I'm like this is not me this is God this is spirit coming through because I would never say that because I loved being there. I loved the ocean. Although I was having, mm-hmm. you know, I was starting to question how long I wanted to stay and if it was right for me, if I would go to a different part of California. I definitely mm. was not 
thinking of like uprooting my entire entire life all over again so it felt very random and I was like well this has to be God because I wouldn't say that (laughs) right oh my god first off I hope everyone who's listening like please write that gem down like that is so important and I can attest to that because I speak to God on a daily basis almost all I feel like that's who I talk to the most Mm. um at this point I just be (laughs) in quiet like "Mm, mm -hmm, (laughs) I don't know about that I I'll do it I'll do it (laughs) because after a while when you really start to root yourself in spirituality you realize that God is always talking to you, mm-hmm. right? Like I can see a bird and all of a sudden it's like, it, it means something that again would be, I wouldn't think of this. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think like this bird means X, Y, Z, or, you know, for me, something that I love to do is when I need clarity on uh, a decision that I, I'm making and I know that I'm overthinking it, I'll talk to God and be like, Hey, you know how I feel about rainbows, Throw me a little rainbow <laughs> and I'll take that as a, okay, keep going down this path. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, every time I do that and it's something that needs to be done, I find rainbows in the most weirdest places. Mm. They're not like in the sky. Like I'll see like a chalk drawing, mm. right? Or one time I looked in a window and like a little kid had literally post, like you see them posting up the picture in the oh window of a hand-drawn rainbow. And I was like, okay, <laughs> things that, you know, you can't refute. Like, okay, how that's not weird it's just literally I did ask God for something and in return I'm receiving that insight Mm -hmm. um and that message and you really do get to just communicate with divine source all of the time especially when you're tapping into your elements Mm -hmm. like I also want to highlight the fact that you even spoke about being in nature and getting a download and being near the water and getting a Mm -hmm. download and it being a full moon which means the ending of a cycle right it's a harvest season it means like we're about to begin anew so it's not it's not um, strange that you get such an insightful download like yeah. that to restart yourself. You That's know? actually something that I would love to speak to just a little bit because I I notice um, before it would feel kind of just like happen chance when I would hear from God or if I wanted clarity on something. But then once I started mm-hmm. paying attention, right, and I started paying attention to when I hear the most clearly, like you said, it's like, it's always there. But I think sometimes, at least for me, it's just about being so distracted, whether mentally or physically, that I'm not, I'm not able to hear what's already there. So I find that, Mm -hmm. you know, of course, you can meditate, you can slow down your breathing, things like that. But I find the quickest way for me to get clarity, oftentimes, it's just, um, like you said, tapping into my elements. And I really connect mm-hmm. with water. So maybe that's my moon sign coming through. Um, Shout out yeah, for Yeah, because like the, yes, yes. the water for me is like, even when, like if I'm at home and I'm feeling like overwhelmed or stressed or I need to make a decision, I'll literally just take a shower. Like I'll just get in the shower mm-hmm. because that is the space mm-hmm. where I can hear so clearly from God. And then um, something else that's been really cool that's been happening lately is asking for clarity in dreams. And it's just been so Ooh, awesome. Okay, some dream yeah, work. I love it. It's been really awesome because that's something that I've never really experienced before. Like it would just again oh, okay. just kind of be random. And then lately, like I've just been that has been the way God communicates with me. I'm like, okay, this is this is cool. We're like taking it to a different level. <laughs> I love that. And I and again, that's attraction to water because it is the feminine divine emotion. Mm-hmm. So when we are around water, we can receive those downloads. I also attest to the fact that your sun sign 
is a fire sign. And a lot of times when we need to get clarity or to feel more in harmony, because you know I don't like the word balance, mm-hmm. but when we need to be more in harmony, we need to go to our opposite, um, our direct opposite element. I didn't know that. And yours is a fire yeah. sign. So water would make the most sense of like, that's going to be the thing that soothes that internal flame that might be causing you to be indecisive. Wow. Like for me, I have... Um, I have like double water in my, in my main chart. So water really does help me connect. But when I need to feel a bit more motivated, not necessarily for clarity, but when I need to like be inspired to, to act, like lighting a candle or getting warm, like physically warming my body up, like having like that, that warmth of a fire, it does something like my, my creativity sparks wow. in a way that like it doesn't when I'm around water, water does calm me down and like, remind me, don't curse anybody <laughs> out, girls, not necessary, you know, <laughs> but fire is like, come on, let's go, let's go. And I need, we need to tap into our elements a bit more to understand that because there's, there's always um, resources in using the elements in your mm-hmm. life. But that's something that I've learned through my own practice is like usually when there's a sun sign and a certain element, that direct polar opposite is what they need to help balance themselves out, help bring more harmony to their experience. Mm. So everything you're saying, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yes, 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 yes. That, that, that. Wow. That's beautiful. I <laughs> didn't know amazing. that. No, it's really, I mean, again, I'm a bit of a stalker when it comes to elements. <laughs> I think that was one of my, my gateways into spirituality was like my fascination with mm. nature. And I would always... But it's true. Like, I would look at the trees and see how they would shift from season to season. And I'm just like, there's no need to compete. Mm. There's so many trees, right? Neither, no no tree is thinking that the other tree is better than the other one. They're all blooming, doing their thing, shedding when they need to shed. It's just super natural and it's not complicated. Mm. There aren't all these extra um, pressures added to it. And I always admired nature for that reason of like, wow, like water can be still. But if it's too still, it becomes stagnant, mm. right? And it can be like a, a breeding ground for disgusting mm. things. But when it rushes and it moves, it's also so soothing to the mind, the body, but it's creating change. It's shifting mm. the rocks. It's, you know, it's, it's just such a beautiful, I don't know, I'm obsessed yeah. with nature. So again, I think that that might be why I was able to like pick up on mm-hmm. those things. Yeah. Shout out the elements. Yeah. They really be, they really be there for us. Yeah. They, they really be there for us. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So I do want to touch a bit on um, using spirituality to help you with sisterhood. And I kind of feel like you somehow touched on that of like letting spirit, source God, whoever you call on to guide you to the places and people that you need to Mm -hmm. be with and at. And then from there, I think it's like having courage Mm -hmm. Cause that's what it sounds like. Cause it's like, you're taking a leap of faith, right. By listening to this voice that you know, is not mm-hmm. your own. And that we're hoping that is God talking to you because there are other voices mm-hmm. for other people. Like, there are people who go through right. other things. Okay. So I hear this voice, I'm doing this thing and now I've gotten here. And now these people that are in this new environment, how can I connect with them? And like, how can I keep my guard down? Cause I, I used to suffer from really bad social anxiety so I found it really difficult for me to make mm. friends for the longest time, um, unless I was working. And that was mainly because my brain was just wired. Like, okay, when you're working, right. you have to be social because that's how you get paid. But like, if you're not being paid, <laughs> you don't need to be social. <laughs> I had to have courage to continue having conversations mm. with you and to continue building up trust where I could be like, Fatima, this is exactly what I'm doing. Like, I will share my entire game plan with mm. this woman. She'll be like, oh my God, I mm. love that. 
and there's no fear of like I'm gonna see this in like two weeks on her page and the funny thing is what usually happens is that we discover we're talking about the same thing at different capacities Mm -hmm. and they end up launching around the same time anyway (laughs) but again it's still like I don't know I don't know why because I feel like for some people they would be freaked out by that but like I'm not that's so interesting I'm trying to figure out why I'm thinking about that too because (laughs) I don't I don't think I've ever actually noticed that until you said it but I do that with a lot of my friends like a lot of my and I would I would even say sisters right because yeah my whole tribe of sisters we all have that um or most of us I would say we have something that we're doing, right? Something that we're working on. And a lot of it is aligned. I feel comfortable sharing my ideas with them just as much as they feel comfortable sharing their ideas with me. And I noticed that I have that relationship with a lot of people. Like in you saying that, I'm like, wow, that is interesting. Like I've never once thought about, is it safe to share this with this person or should Mm -hmm. I be hesitant, you know? And I I felt that way with other people. Um, So I think one, I'm just so grateful that I have that. But if I had to kind of rewind and think through how to get to that point, like how to build a genuine sisterhood with people, I think I definitely relate to what you shared about struggling with social anxiety. I think now, yeah, now I'm, I'm in a space where that's not even something that's a part of my experience anymore. And I'm so grateful for that. Right. But it came from a lot of inner work on my poor wounds, my inner child, um, Mm -hmm. like healing those Mm -hmm. parts of myself that dealt with a lot of rejection growing up for being different, Mm -hmm. for being the weird one, um, for being the quiet one. So it was like, you know, working through those things because a lot of times when we have social anxiety, just anxiety in general, it's because we are typically thinking about the future, right? We're thinking about something that might go wrong. And in a social Mm -hmm. setting, if we're thinking about what could go wrong, if I go over and say hi to this person and something goes wrong, meaning that they ignore me, they don't say hi back, that's typically rooted in some previous experience that we had as a child that led to embarrassment or shame or feeling dismissed. And that causes us, you know, to want to withdraw. So once I, once I made that connection, which is funny because I'm thinking about the time when we met it was actually around that time when I started working on this that's why I was like really mm-hmm. frustrated when Kat over I was like oh my god <laughs> like I just told you I was trying to work on it and you literally bring someone like two minutes right. later what, freaking out I was like oh my god but I think <laughs> but that, it was helpful that that's a part of it too right it's like once you realize that root of your social anxiety then creating an intention to change it I think that's where it starts Mm -hmm. with the sisterhood. It's like, Mm. I was extremely intentional about, okay, I see why I am this way. I don't like being this Mm. way anymore because I know it's not my authentic truth. And I want to change that. So by changing that, I'm going to go to this event alone, right? That's step number one. So I set that intention. And when I was going to those events, and it's even something that I do now, I put an intention to at least connect with one person, to genuinely connect with at least one person. And I'm pretty sure that was my intention that day. I'm actually sure I have a vlog from that day where I was talking about like, you know, feeling awkward and but still wanting to go Mm -hmm. uncertain of yourself and exploring why. And then once you start working on that, it becomes easier to um, 
when you're in those situations to have that courage to be like, you know what, I'm gonna go over to this person and just have a conversation and see what happens, you know, like it it becomes easier with time. But I think that's the foundation. It's like figuring out the root of it first. I love that. Yeah, I think exactly what you said, like setting that intention from awareness, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's really what it comes down to is you were aware of these things. Like, okay, like you said, like, I really don't like that I'm experiencing this. And I don't like that these are the results. So that was that awareness. And then from that awareness, you were like, okay, cool. Now that I see that this is not what I want and that I want something different, what is it that I want that's different? Mm-hmm. And let me be clear about that. Now, what inspired action can I take to get me closer to that end desire that mm-hmm. I want? For anyone who's struggling with creating sisterhood or, or building authentic friendships, I feel like those are really great foundational stepping stones because as you begin to flex that muscle of, again, hearing that inner voice, because mm-hmm. that really is that conversation. That's who brought up the awareness for you. It was like, that voice is kind of like, what is this? Right. We don't <laughs> like this. And you're like, oh, okay, I really don't like this. You know, mm-hmm. Doing that in the beginning of cultivating friendships is really helpful because now I'm at a point where if I meet you, I'm 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 100 sure that you're supposed to be in my life for a mm-hmm. reason. I don't even like have those questions or those intentions might be I want to say like on autopilot mm-hmm. now because I I have this firm belief that I attract reflections yes. of myself. You know, so if someone is coming into my life, I automatically you're here for a purpose. You may not be here for a, a long mm-hmm. time, you know, but I do know that there's something for us to gain from each other and communicating. And it could just be like another gentle soul or it could be something that flourishes into like a long friendship like you and I have Mm -hmm. had, you know? It's super important to understand that there's an evolution that comes with taking that leap of faith, with creating that awareness and taking that inspired action. And at some point in time, it does become instinctual Mm -hmm. and intuitive because I feel like people get exhausted by the idea of making mm-hmm. friends because I know when I was younger um when I was younger younger like my kids my when I was a kid it wasn't a thing for me it was just like if I liked you I was gonna mm-hmm. be your friend like I was like we're friends I would literally walk <laughs> up to people and be like let's be friends as I got older and realized like okay not everyone needs to be mm-hmm. your friend right not every person that you find um intriguing needs to be in your immediate mm-hmm. life Sometimes you can admire people from a, from a distance and you don't need to have them be <clears throat> a sisterhood because at the same time, people present their best selves for the most part when they're out mm-hmm. in public. So you're kind of just getting one part of mm-hmm. who they are. And you need to get a little bit more than that one part in order to create sisterhood, yes. especially in the beginning. But I will say once you've evolved and strengthen your intuition a bit more and learn to rely on it, even that kind of mm-hmm. goes away. Where it's just kind of like, you just know, like, I know who's for me and who I'm just going to exactly. send love to. <laughs> like I just I can click with people and then I just don't click with those people I'm just like you don't gotta click girls cool yeah <laughs> like we it's not that's so true it's like now <laughs> I'm at a point where that anxiety that I used to have running through my mind of are they gonna like this are they gonna get that it's like I don't mm-hmm. even think about that I just show up in experiences as my full self and trusting that yeah. if our paths align like you said like they we're meant to align for either a reason or a season right and whether it's short term, yes. whether it's long term, whether it's a lifetime, it doesn't matter. My my only intention at that point is to just show up as my full self. A hundred percent. Because after a while, mm-hmm. you don't care. Like even when you're saying, I'm just like, I don't necessarily care if they mm-hmm. like me or not. I I like right. me. <laughs> and I know that God likes me. Mm-hmm. God loves me. You know what I mean? So I'm fine with just that right. on its I'm own. just fine with if I end up gaining someone else, right. yay. If I don't. <laughs> like right it was cool seeing you like 
I like your shoes. Like that that's kind of it. I think I love that about me and I love that about the women in my life that we all kind of share those same um core responses and beliefs mm. of like if I'm like that's great, but if I'm not like that's also okay because I I just may not be for you and I I also cherish the fact that I am not yes. for everyone. Yes. That I'm an exclusive experience mm. for exclusive people. Like I truly believe that. Like I I know I can overwhelm somebody in the answer. And I was like, look, girl, I, I know I will overwhelm you. There is literally no need. We do not have to have this conversation. Like, if people are getting too anxious and nervous around me, I'm just like, girl, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Like, because like, it's just not, I don't know, you, as you get older, maybe, I don't know what it is, more experience. Mm-hmm. I can't really pinpoint what it is, Wolves. But it's just like, I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay. That's cool. Scorpio energy. And then I'll probably call Pokemon and be like, girl, well, let me tell you what I have to say. Y'all will overwhelm somebody. What the hell is this? Scorpios. I love y'all, but. Yes, we really will. We really will. You'll get a person in like, check quick. <laughs> just like okay so what you're saying and they're like that's not but it sounds like that's what you're saying so you're not admitting to it okay great like literally it's just it's it's a part of the package I think that that's why I have wonderful friends who are not Scorpios I'm like my only Scorpio Mm. son friend for a reason yeah and then God was like, all right, sis, we got the, I mean, other than like my sister who's a Scorpio mm-hmm. too, other than her, but again, she's just like, it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. We have the exact same energy. She was just as dark and hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> she reminded me of like, oh yeah, this is why I need balance. Cause we can really just go up the deep end. <laughs> but I do think that that's also important too, to diversify your, your yes. sisterhood, diversify, diversify your spirituality as well. Like don't be condemned or feel restricted by your beliefs be open-minded to the fact that you might receive insight from anyone from anywhere. Cause I also feel like that helps too. Cause I've met a lot of girlfriends who have different denominations and different beliefs. And had I just been very singular and kind of like rigid in my own spiritual experience, I I wouldn't have as many amazing friends as I do now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm so happy you brought that up because my mind was literally going in the same direction. I'm like, my friends are so diversified and we all have like we all have spirituality as I would say a a priority and like a core value in right. our life it's mm-hmm. it shows up differently for all of us and we all just respect that like there's not this sense of mm-hmm. you know because I'm a Christian, all my friends have to be Christian, or I only hang out with Christians, or I only hang out with people right. who read the Bible. It's like, no, I'm I'm open. If you want to talk to me about crystals and you want to talk to me about whatever else, it's like, I'm open to those things. I'm open to um, learning about them. I'm open to hearing your experience and then always coming from a place of right. just understanding. And I can wholeheartedly agree that that is a huge part of why I have such amazing friends, because I, I think one, I'm not boxed in in that way. Whereas, you know, I have mm-hmm. I have my faith in what what I'm rooting it rooted in and what resonates with me. But as far as um, my experiences and how spirituality shows up in my life, I'm open. You know, I'm open to uh, mm-hmm. other experience. Like I'm open to going to um, sound baths and all these different things that like mm-hmm, you know that mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. people who label themselves as christians would just be turned off by and i'm just like to me 
My yeah, super Christians, super Christians we see you. Yeah. We see you guys out, out there. Yes, we see you we guys. Love we you love you guys. From okay, afar, but we love you. Just don't make it life so hard. Don't make it life so super hard. Christians. I call Please. them that too. You know, super Christians. <laughs> but um, I think mm-hmm. yeah, I I have I found this really beautiful space of just like fluidity, where it's like I'm so rooted in what I'm rooted in that I can be open to how you experience spirituality. And not be influenced to the point where now I'm questioning what I believe. And it doesn't shape, shape you, right? I'm just like, I feel okay. Like when you're rooted, exactly, when you're rooted in your spirituality, the other experiences help yeah. you expand. It, they, it's not a thing where I'm just kind of like, oh man, should I be Buddhist? Right. Or like, oh man, should I be? <laughs> like, no, it's just like my my spirituality is foundational mm-hmm. in, in everything that I do. Like in absolutely everything I do, I do my best to move with intention and be in alignment with my mm-hmm. my higher self, with my divine source, yeah. of course, right? But I also welcome the stories and the experiences, especially yes. from my sisters, mainly from them. And let me be, I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest, probably only <laughs> from my sisters because <laughs> there are a lot of experiences. Right. That right. I don't really want to hear about. Um, but you also have that uh, mm-hmm. credibility with me and being my sister. So when we're having a conversation and you're expressing an experience that you had, I take so much more insight from it because I know that we both have spiritual spirituality as our foundation, though yes. our practices yes. may be different, mm-hmm. you know? And there's there's safety in that. I think that that's actually really yeah, beautiful I totally agree and itself. I think it, it kind of circles back to that point that I made before around that like solid foundation right like even when it comes yeah. to connecting with people in a spiritual sense like outside of you know networking and just making friends but like just being rooted in what I believe in it creates this openness in me and that rootedness only came from me first doing the work on myself to figure out what do I believe right so when I'm in these spaces and going to you know these classes and learning about this and doing and breathings and all these different things I'm not swayed Mm -hmm. instead like you said it's just like this expansiveness I'm like okay what tools and practices can I take from this experience, from their experience and apply to my life so that I can feel closer to God so that I can have more peace so that I can have more clarity and just balance and harmony in my life. Right. Versus me going into a space and I walk out feeling confused. It's like, I'm not confused because I've spent so much time prior to um, putting myself in these environments, just learning about myself, learning about what I believe in. And also um, that learning for, for those who don't know my story or know me, I would um, recommend if you're interested to just go back and just kind of like explore some of my videos and podcasts. I talk about it very openly. I'll, yeah. send, I'll put some links. I talk about it a lot, but it's just like, it was a journey for me to get to where I am faith wise. And the only reason I'm so sure of what I believe now is because I first allowed myself to be curious. I was like, hmm, yes, sounds interesting. This Hinduism sounds interesting. This Islam sounds interesting. So I experimented. I didn't just say, mm-hmm. no, I have to believe this one thing. I'm like, no, I need, I want to research. I want to understand why other people believe what they believe first. And that created, after going through that process and getting to a point where I, um, did the same thing with Christianity and with, you know, the Bible and all of that. Although there's so many things about um, 
the Christianity religion that I just don't rock with at all. The foundation Mm -hmm. of it for me is what resonates the most out of all the other things that I've experimented with and tried. So I think that's huge for me as well, going into spaces with the intention of finding sisters and finding a tribe. It's like, I'm open to whatever you believe in. As long as it's, as long as it's coming from a sense uh, and a source of love, I'm open to however that expression mm-hmm. looks because it doesn't have to be the mm-hmm. same in order for us to be aligned as friends and for us to um, have similar values and similar interests. It doesn't have to be expressed the same way. So that's just something I wanted to share for those who are who may um, come across that because I think it is something that you have to kind of be um, aware of going into like looking for sisterhood it's like 100%. you have to you have to know what you believe like wholeheartedly mm-hmm. wow <clears throat> I'm gonna end it there because I'm just like oh I gotta talk to you about something mm-hmm. afterwards that just came up but it's 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 too ex- it's it's a bit it's a bit more expansive um <clears throat> than it needs okay. to be for this episode so I don't want to overwhelm <laughs> yes the wolves but i definitely will have to team her back because something she just said now i'm just like oh my god um so <laughs> before we have a side conversation after this conversation i want to talk about what you have coming up for you and where yes. we can find uh, you so the main thing that i want to just acknowledge is the nonprofit that i am raising money for mm-hmm. and, and starting and it's called soul beauty outreach and that part of uh, that uh nonprofit yeah. is an extension of um, you know a podcast in the community that i've created over the last several years and this nonprofit is on a mission to honestly heal, humanize, and house homeless women through mm. mental health resources and meditation workshops. So we are building out our very first cohort, building out a seven-week program that is going to include um, different practitioners, therapists, coaches, really to that. just guide these homeless women um, to a place of soul healing, you know, and not just so focused on their practical needs, but focused on their internal needs. So yeah, that is what I'm working on. It's Soul Beauty Outreach on Instagram. And we also have a GoFundMe that I'm sure Lotus will link below. Yes, for sure. That's going to be linked. Um, <clears throat> I do my best to donate as much as I can, because again, I believe in the... I believe in the vision that the team has first and foremost. So anything that she creates afterwards is a no brainer for me to support. So again, make sure you guys check out the show notes for all the links on how to support Fatima in her outreach program. Cause I think it's such a beautiful, as you're cultivating something very beautiful. I really can't put into words how much it means for me, especially mm-hmm. someone who was homeless. I wish I did have something like that um, during that time and something more structured, mm-hmm. like what you're creating during that time to just give me that sense of um, yeah. safety that I feel like when you are homeless, you, you kind of have yeah. to recreate for yourself. So I appreciate you for doing that for all of these women and however else I can help in Thank that, you. you just let me know, of course, but please check out the show notes. Okay. Make sure you guys are on there. I like to say the word stalking, <laughs> but I know that there's a bit triggering for other people. So make sure you guys are following Fatima <laughs> and just checking out everything that she does mm-hmm. join her email list. She was on YouTube, but she still has videos. Like, just she's yes. everywhere. I will link as much things as I can. She's a very multifaceted woman. Get into it. Thank you again, Fatima, for being here and being a part of this conscious conversation with me. You truly are a gem, and I am 
beyond grateful to be able to call you a sister of mine. So Likewise. thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, you so for being much for you. having me. This was amazing. And I feel the feeling is mutual. You Yay. already know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, well, so now that this episode is over, you know what you can do? You can check out the other episodes that are up on the Lobo Land Podcast. You can subscribe. You can share this episode with another wolf out there. We want to bring all our lost wolves home back to Lobo Land and make this a number one wellness podcast for Black women because why, why not? not, right? All right, wolves, I love you <laughs> to the moon and back. And thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in.